Welcome to Board Game Top Tens, episode 562, for Saturday, September 21st, 2019. This is the BGG Pageviews edition. Entering at number 20, Through the Ages, the second edition, New Leaders and Wonders, by Vlada Kavadl, published by Czech Games Edition with 9,465. That's 315 fewer than last week's number 20. At number 19 for the second week in a row, Spirit Island by R. Eric Roos, published by Fabled Nexus, with 9,509. 44 more than the Through the Ages expansion, a decline of 3%. Entering at number 18, Combo Fighter by Asger Johansson, published by Colossal Games and Plotmaker Games, with 9,778, 269 more than Spirit Island. Re-entering at number 17, up from number 25 last week, Brass Birmingham, by Matt Tolman, Martin Wallace, and Gavin Brown, published by Roxley Games, with 10,012. 234 more than Combo Fighter, a gain of 30%. Entering at number 16, Yedo Deluxe Master Set by Thomas Vandeginsty and Wolf Planke, published by Board and Dice, with 10,357, 345 more than Brass. And entering at number 15, Yedo, the original one. Almost also by Thomas van de Ginste and Wolf Blanc Planka, published by IDW Games and Pandasaurus Games, 10,635. That's 278 more than the deluxe version of the same game. At number 14 for the second week in a row, Vindication by Mark Neidlinger, published by Orange Nebula, with 11,757. 1,100 more than the non-deluxe version of Yedo, and a decline of 4%. Sliding two spots to number 13, Root, by Cole Weirly, published by Leader Games, with 11,972. 215 more than Vindication, and a drop of 15%. After two weeks back in the top 10, Sliding seven spots down to number 12, Dune, the second edition, by Bill Eberly, Jack Kittredge, and Peter Alotka, published by Gale Force 9 with 12,251. That is 279 more than Root and a decline of 35%. After spending three weeks back in the top 10, sliding five spots down to number 11, Barrage by Tommaso Battista and Simona Luciani, published by Cranio Creations with 12,922. That is 600. Uh, well, my math has failed me all of a sudden. That is 671 more than Dune and a decline of 29%. We have four new entries in the top 10. The four games falling out are from 6 to 11, Barrage, 5 to 12, Dune, uh, from 10 to 24, Undaunted, Normandy, and from 4 out of the top 100, Azul, Summer Pavilion. 
re-entering after three weeks away at number 10 and charting for the 60th time, The Seventh Continent, by Ludovic Rudy and Bruno Sauté, published by Sirius Pulp, with 13,116, 194, more than Barrage, a very narrow gap, and a decline of about 7%. It's about 1,600 fewer than last week's number 10, which was undaunted, which is why the game that has bent the last three weeks at number 12, number 13, and number 12 is able to climb two spots to number 10 and become only the 12th different game to have 60 or more weeks in the top 10. At number 9 for the second week in a row, Arkham Horror, the card game, by Nate French and Matthew Newman, published by Fantasy Flight Games with 15,285. That's 2,100 more than the Seventh Continent, the biggest gap we've seen so far, and a modest 2% increase. Sliding back a spot to number 8 again, where it was two weeks ago, Wingspan, by Elizabeth Hargrave, published by Stonemeyer Games, with 15,423. 138 more than Arkham Horror, and a decline of 12%. Returning into the top 10 after 46 weeks away and charting for the 13th time, at number 7 is Everdell by James A. Wilson, published by Starling Games, with 15,654, 231 more than Wingspan, and a gain of 130%. There is a Kickstarter for two new expansions for Everdell, Spirecrest and Belfair, with a $30,000 goal, almost 700000 has been pledged so far. Climbing two spots again, or not again, but climbing two more spots, um, on an upward trajectory for terraforming out Mars from 9 to 8 to 6, a Terraforming Mars is by Jacob Frixelius, published by Stronghold Games with 16,830, 1,200 more than Everdell, and an increase of just under 1%. However, it is the 10th week out of the last 11 that Terraforming Mars has added page views. Our third new entry is a debut at number 5, Obscurio, by L'Atelier, published by Libelude with 17,610. That is 780 more than Terraforming Mars. Obscurio is, quote, a family game, a mix between an image-based communication game and a secret role game, unquote. It's a fantasy-themed game where the players are trying to find the exit. And our highest new entry is another debut at number four, Eon Trespass Odyssey by Marcin Velniki, published by Into the Unknown with 18,792 about 1,200 more than Obscurio, and a gain of 40% from last week when it was number 13, so a nine-position increase. The Kickstarter blurb for Eon Trespass says, quote, an epic one-to-four-player massive campaign game of adventures, base-building, and tactical battles with giant monsters, unquote. It had a $50,000 goal and has had about $800,000 pledged so far. 
At number three for the second week in a row, Gloomhaven by Isaac Childress, published by Cephalofair Games, with 18,991. 199 more than Eon Trespass and a decline of about 3%. At number two for the second week in a row, Black Angel by Sebastian Dujardin, Xavier Georges, and Alan Orban, published by Pearl Games, with 22,482. That's 3,500 more than Gloomhaven, or about the gap between Gloomhaven at number three and uh, Arkham Horror down at number nine. That is a 35% decline from where it was last week when it was also number two. And at number one for the sixth consecutive week, Tapestry by Jamie Stegmeier, published by Stonemeyer Games with 65,119, 43,000 more than Black Angel, but a decline of 36% from last week when, as you may recall, it was just over 100,000. It becomes, Tapestry becomes the 14th different game to spend six or more weeks at number one, and that mark of 65,119 is still good for number 80 on the most views list as the game arrives already to its pre-order backers. This is uh, Tapestry's third best week, and in its best, each of its best three weeks, the number two game has had between 34 and 35 percent of its view total, which is a very dominant performance. Now, it landed at a good time. It landed between Gen Con and Essen, so there isn't a lot of competition, as you can see, uh, but still, it's, a, it's an impressive performance. I'll come back to Tapestry in just a minute, but the top three games repeated uh, from last week to this week. The, each of the two, top three positions were all the same. The last time we had that happen was in August of last year when Root, Gloomhaven, and Keyforge were the number one, two, and three games in consecutive weeks. We've had 95 different games hit number one since I've been doing this list going back to October of 2012, almost seven years. And of those 95, 50 debuted there, which is kind of more than I would have guessed before I actually compiled that statistic. Uh, most of those debuts are, are in the 2014, 15, 16 time frame, uh, after Netrunner, before Gloomhaven. But of those 50 that debuted at number one, only eight went on to spend at least two weeks in that number one spot after debuting, and only three spent three or more weeks. Legendary, when it debuted in late 2012, debuted and then went on to spend three weeks in a row at the top. Warhammer Quest Silver Tower did four weeks, but Tapestry has done six already and is in strong position to tack on another one next week. So this is uncharted territory for a game to debut at the top and then stay there. Now, maybe before this list, I could imagine a game like uh, maybe Agricola would have debuted and then stuck at the top spot, but nothing in the, else in the last seven years has. For Saturday, September 21st, 2019.